oh you know what if something even like a demon is not vibing with my cats we cannot be friends some thoughts probably should not be said out loud but um i recorded mine hi guys it's mara what was that did you guys hear that oh my gosh this is not good for this episode i cannot i oh ooh, i'm scared i should not be recording this at night anyway hi guys it's mara welcome back to the podcast where i share my thoughts with all of you on the internet I now have goosebumps and it's dark outside and it's like late at night and I'm home alone and I'm recording an episode about paranormal activity and I'm sitting right next to my basement stairs with the door wide open. I am so brave. I am so brave right now. Okay. Anyway, that's um, a great way to start this episode. So today I want to talk about paranormal activity and possessions. I have some Reddit stories to share with you guys. I um, have some fun facts about the movie, and I think that's all. But let's let's get into it. So first, I want to talk about the movie Paranormal Activity because it is spooky season, and this was the first spooky movie that I ever saw. I was very young, though, when I saw it. I had to have been like 10 or 11, 12 in that age range, and I saw it with my cousin for the first time. And I was terrified. And still to this day, it's one of my favorite scary movies. It's not like Halloween themed really, but um, it is scary. And there's so many of them now. I'm not sure if I'm like caught up in seeing all of them or not. I think so. Oh no, I keep hearing noises. There's no way I'm editing this tonight. Uh-uh. I keep hearing weird noises and it's freaking me out. I feel like I should like go record in my bed or something or like a safe spot or Ooh, okay. So, it was the first um scary movie that I've seen and I was like, "You know what? I need to know if this was like based off of a true story." So, I searched it and it is not, which does make me feel a little bit better about um me sitting here freaking out right now um yeah but i did find out some cool little fun facts about the movies the director actually used his own house and i really wanted to know how he felt like after the fact recording that in his house and then like having the movie everywhere and then having to like go and sleep and live and do his everyday life in the house that paranormal activity was like filmed in not that like what they were filming was real but maybe he like made some bad juju and like manifested some bad demon vibes up in that house and then like had to sit with it i don't know but um yeah in the first movie he used his own house and his actors were only paid five hundred dollars because it was like i think he said the budget was fifteen thousand dollars for that entire movie like everything production editing yeah and lots of it was actually improvised so imagine improvising being dragged down the hallway and down the stairs wow they did a good job (laughs) that part was terrifying and that's all i can think of right now because i'm sitting right next to like my basement stairs and the door is wide open and it's dark outside guys it is dark outside which means like it's prime spooky time but for some reason i read like during witching hour is like the scariest time and that's like midnight 
to 3 a.m. and it's only 9 30 right now so I should be okay but I'm also exhausted I get tired like so quick anyway that's off topic um it also only took a week to film that movie but it wasn't it was like filmed I think they said in like 2006 or something and then they didn't release it until 2009 so if you have seen the movie paranormal activity you'll know that like the house is haunted a bunch of stuff like happens and it like attaches to the katie girl and like attacks her and stuff but in my opinion the scariest part of it is when she like gets possessed and that starts happening i'm pretty sure in the other movies too they get possessed by like this demon thing and i'm terrified by that i'm terrified by like possession i think that might be like the thing that scares me most around like halloween time it's like movies that have to do about like exorcisms and like possession and like haunting all of that i don't know i just ooh, ooh, i don't like it and i picked a really bad time to record this episode but um i have these reoccurring dreams and i know i've talked about them before in a podcast episode i'm think it was during season one i may have brought it up in season two i don't know but i have these reoccurring dreams of things in my house like being possessed and it's normally like an electric object like a tv or like once my keurig got possessed in my dream um it's stuff like that and um i read that spirits and like paranormal activity and stuff actually really like things that have to do with electricity and like energy and they like to take the energy from that stuff to make themselves more present in like walking life so like you might have your lights flicker on and off and stuff and then you'll notice like something move and it's because the spirit was like sucking the energy out of your lights and using that energy to like move something to let you know that they're there and that terrifies me so in my reoccurring dreams a lot of the times like tvs um my car my keurig like something will happen it'll turn off and on or like the energy will like be zapped and then my house like has this demon thing and this thing that i notice in every single one of my dreams is i can tell it's like the same energy and it's like the same demon because the energy like matches it and there's like this demon thing that just lives in my house and torments me in my dreams in every single dream and these can happen like years apart i've been having them for years and maybe it's just because like i'm that terrified of the paranormal activity movies that like that's what's happening they're like projecting in my dream and it's like really stuck in my brain or something or there's like something trying to communicate with me and I don't like I have no idea and I don't like it but um another thing that like terrifies me is like possession through inanimate objects um I'm afraid that like a door is gonna be possessed and like I'm gonna be like slammed in the door and my body parts are gonna be like slammed in the door or my car is going to get possessed and it's going to like drive me off the road by itself which like I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that can't happen. I hope that, like, that kind of, like, demon spirit energy is not possible and not true. But, like, who knows? That's, like, a fear of mine. So, I was, like, really digging into, like, possessions and stuff. And I was, like, can this happen? Like, do inanimate objects, like, get possessed? Like, is the cup sitting next to me? Like, could it, like, get possessed? And I know, like, some reports of, like, people have, like, creepy old dolls and things that they find at thrift shops that, um, 
have demons like attached to them that's terrifying and i looked on reddit about like possessions and stuff and there was a bunch about inanimate objects being possessed but i found this one story about a person being possessed which it was really hard to find so hopefully that like doesn't happen a lot but i do have the story about someone that was possessed and i want to read it to you guys so one of my teachers used to work at a boarding school and one night during a school movie a student left to use the restroom and after a bit of time had gone by my teacher went to check on her and make sure she was okay dot 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 she wasn't dot 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 buckle up so she was huddled in the corner of a shower foaming at the mouth with bloodshot eyes my teacher freaked out and called a couple others over and the chick started spewing out random incoherent things in a really deep voice and stuff eventually she snapped out of it and didn't remember a thing they went to her dorm room after and i guess she had things like uh this is like i and it's like jumbled and it says satan written on her bunk bed and stuff pretty creepy edit i just remember that my teacher said she was hissing at her small detail but i thought i'd throw it in a lot of really good points were brought up about diseases etc and it's likely that that's what happened i haven't given the story a ton of thought i heard it a little while back and then saw a thread and thought i would share but i'm really glad these points were brought up couldn't have been could have very likely been a medical issue, but the way it happened and combined with the I Heart Satan shenanigans made it pretty creepy story nonetheless. So, and then in the comments, it does talk about like this brain disease that um, has the symptoms and a lot of people mistake it for demonic possession. Like what? What disease is that? Um, the patients can seize, foam, and bleed out of the mouth, hallucinate, and exhibit amnesia and other odd behavior. It primarily affects young women. Great to hear. Glad I read that. Gonna find that on WebMD. It sounds like this girl might have been suffering from it, so I hope she got professional medical treatment and not just an exorcism. Oh, guys, I have great news. Um, the sound that I think I was hearing was the candle behind me. It's one of the woodwick ones, and it was making, like, the little, like, creaky, like, burning sound. I think that was it. I think I'm safe. I think it was just a candle. Just thought I'd let you guys know. Okay, and I have one more story from Reddit about being possessed. So... When I was 14, me and my best friend at the time got in a Ouija table and decided to play with it a bit. We got into a dark room at my place, did light some candles, and started the bullcrap. Another friend of ours knocked at the door as we tried to contact the spirits. We let her in and resumed. This third person kept mocking as we tried to get the supernatural messages, when all of a sudden, she passed out. We thought she was joking, but then she opened her eyes and started to talk with a voice that wasn't hers. It was darn scary but we still thought she could be playing with us then she laughed a horrible laughter and started to say things that happened to me that i never said to anyone and same for my best friend candles started flickering and the flames went oh don't talk about candles right now i just reassured myself Ugh. okay anyway candles started flickering and the flames went a bit too high for my skeptical being not to shiver in spite of myself my best friend ran out of my place straight to her neighbor, who was a Candomble's mother of saint. I'm not sure what that is. When the woman came to my place and saw our friend, she gasped and told us to help 
bringing the girl to her place. We did so, but not before getting some scratches by not allowing her to get undressed in daylight, calling to some men that were looking at us as we marched toward the Holy Mother's place. Once there, she locked herself with the girl in a room and told us to wait outside. I don't know what happened, but after a couple of hours, our friend came out, very tired and didn't remember anything, after we let her in and started to play with the Ouija table. The mother of Saint told us off to not play with what we can't control and whatnot. Nowadays, I believe this friend got impressed slash suggested with the ritual, and it was all. The only intriguing thing is the fact that she knew... All of those secret things about me and my best friend. It was scary for two 14-year-old girls, that's for sure. Ugh. Ooh. I don't like the way that made me feel. Um, so yeah, the one thing that I did notice, I can't remember if it was in Paranormal Activity or not, but that, like, voice, like, they when they get possessed, they talk with, like, a demon voice. You see it in, like, the movies, and, like, I can hear the voice in my head, and it's gross. In my reoccurring, like, possession scary dreams, there is no voice. It's just energy. So that's nice to think of. Now the candle behind me is really flickering and, like, freaking me out. But I think I'm just paranoid. If the candle starts talking to me, guys, I gotta go. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going somewhere. Another thing that I noticed, and I think it just has to do about, like, the exorcisms and such, is in Pennsylvania... guys i just so confidently said in pennsylvania because on my show notes i wrote in pa as in paranormal activity yep that oh i am so sleepy tired right now in pennsylvania i said it so seriously okay let's try that again in paranormal activity and like all the reddit stories and stuff the demon possessing them is always like terrified of the cross and like religion and like good happy energy and i don't know if that's like just because of exorcisms like always taking place in like a church or like why is that but like i don't know that's what i noticed um so jumping to the topic of exorcisms i originally learned in psychology class that they used to do exorcisms like way back as a medical treatment for people who were mentally ill and um we also learned that people who were honestly just suffering from schizophrenia and like hallucinations psychosis stuff like that that they would drill holes in their skull to let the demons out which um ow my brain hurts just thinking about that and um exorcisms now obviously are not used for like mental illness treatments like that you get an ssri and you call it a day exorcisms now are used for like people who are possessed by demons and i honestly don't know if exorcism's a thing that still happened but on reddit i did find a story about an exorcism someone posted a request that they wanted someone that has personally witnessed an exorcism they wanted to know what year it happened who was present if it was documented within the church what happened to the person being exercised and did you see anything paranormal or supernatural and one person in the comments did answer and i'm gonna read it to you guys 
Hope I can be of some help. A little backstory. My father was and has been a preacher and an e-evangelist, I think. Another thing I don't know what it is. Since he was about 20 or even younger, really. He's now 52. This was also posted 10 years ago, by the way. Um, we were on a mission trip to Russia when this happened, and it was a huge camp meeting, if you want to call it that. Let me first off just answer your questions directly one by one. What year did it happen? 1993, it was a huge auditorium in Russia. Keep in mind, this was only a few years after the Lenin Tower was pulled down and the USSR was absolved. This being the birthplace of Lenin, there were either very radical extremist and militant groups or communist slash Lenin sympathizers. I'm really bad with history, guys, so like I honestly have no idea what I'm reading at the moment, but uh, here's a little more history, I guess. In fact, one day, while my father was holding a doll that he had bought as a souvenir, we were walking to Lenin's memorial, and he had about 20 soldiers hold him at gunpoint. I guess they had received a lot of terrorist threats and were being very cautious that there wasn't anything inside the doll. That's not good. Who all was present? There were a lot of Russian teenagers and young adults, I think somewhere around 10,000. The place was just huge. Along with that, there were two other couples, along with one gentleman, all from America, that had been in Russia for some time. They were kind of like the tour guides, so to speak. Was it documented within the church? In lieu of what I've already mentioned, there really wasn't a church, per se, to document it in, so definitely not in writing. A lot of people were talking about it for quite a few months, even when we arrived back in the States. What happened to the person being exercised? She started shaking convulsively and fell backwards. I don't think she got up until 2 a.m. that morning. Did you see anything paranormal or supernatural occur? Please keep in mind with all my responses that I'm not saying there is a spirit or there isn't, so take what you want from this. I was merely observing and I was terrified as crap though. So my father is praying for this lady. There's an interpreter with him, not being fluent in Russian. She's shaking and crying the whole time with her arms just lying down at her side. All of a sudden, when things started to seem to get intense, her eyes rolled in the back of her head and she started speaking some language that all the fluent Russian-speaking speak, people in the area swore they had not heard before. And honestly, it didn't sound like Russian at all. She then paused after about 10 seconds of that, looked my father straight in the eyes, and I swear to everything that is holy, said to him in the most perfect American accent, in English, of course, in a man's voice, this is my domain. You're not allowed here. You will suffer the lake of fire for your hearsay. Of course, this was a woman, probably mid-late 30s. It scared the heck out of this 8-year-old. And then he just said, if there's anything that I left out, please ask away. And then in the comments of that thread, there is one other thing that I wanted to talk about. It's not an exorcism, but it's about an Ouija board. And since I just read something about an Ouija board, I felt it fit. So... Not an exorcism, but I was involved in using an Ouija board once. I have never done it again since because of the crap that board said. Those that believe without a doubt that demons don't exist can cite every and all study possible. But when you have a board preceding events with eerie accuracy and exposing secrets amongst friends in the group, you know there are things in the world which we don't currently understand as humans. 
Twice, the cats in the house would stare at the board and howl at it, hiss and freak everyone out. The board said it hated cats and to remove them, so we did. When we switched rooms later, the cats got in and did the same thing. The things that were said scared me so bad that I slept with a light on for two years afterwards. I could fill a book with all the things that happened that night and the month following. Minor things happened over the course of the year, but that first month really threw me in a loop. I'll touch on some things that happened that night. But know that I'm leaving a lot out and only touching major points. So a little background. Me and my two buds, we are slightly buzzed, bored with video games, and a friend that owns a house says he has a board. My other friend is Catholic and says, absolutely do not use it. Smart. So that makes me want to do it more. Uh, of course. Okay. And we somehow convince him to come along. Being buzzed in the basement in complete dark, things are a little spooky. I'm not even buzzed right now and things are spooky and the light's on and I have a candle. Okay, anyway. But none of us believe in Ouija boards. We poke fun for a little bit. I fake the piece moving. Then we get serious and decide to get quiet and really try before giving up and returning to video games. That last chance ended up working. <gasps> oh my lord, my dryer just like stopped. Like it was supposed to though, but like the buzz thing scared me. Okay, anyway. That last chance ended up working. The piece moved very slightly and was very weak, but it did move. This is when the cat seemed to immediately be aware of what was happening. Oh, my cat just jumped on the couch. I am so scared tonight, guys. I want a friend. Okay. They came down into the basement and started howling. It was frightening. Honestly, just to hear the howl. The board said it hated cats, although wouldn't explain why. Just ignored the question and said to remove them immediately. We did. So to make sure we weren't, oh, you know what? If something, even like a demon, is not vibing with my cats, we cannot be friends. Okay. So to make sure we weren't being played by each other, we all took turns moving the piece without help. We could still communicate. Okay. So we asked it to predict something. It said 16 people are in the house. We had people all over, so we went upstairs really quickly and counted. We had counted 15, but then remembered one of my bud's roommates had his kid over. 16. The entity which I won't name, I'll admit, still out of fear, then predicted my friend's next drug test. He was on probation for smoking pot. He can call in to see when it's after a certain time, midnight, I believe, and once the time came, we called in, and it was correct. So we end up spending five hours asking questions. The piece began to move faster and grew stronger. The energy even made jokes at some point, which really threw us for a loop. We moved to the attic since dawn was coming, and the board, for some reason, said it couldn't work in the light that was sleeping, seeping, sleeping, ha, seeping through the basement windows. When we set up in the attic, the entity says it isn't the name we were looking for. We ask it to get right, get the right entity, and says no. We are about to call it quits anyway when the piece moves to H and then A. We are all thinking, what does that mean? And then realize it spells ha, which was, of course, laughter. It was the entity the whole time. We forgot about keeping the cats out. The path upstairs isn't blocked, so they come up and do the hissing, howling fits again. The board says to remove them, and we do. What kind of demon doesn't like cats? Okay, so throughout the process, Catholic boy is freaking out and the entity is constantly freaking him out by moving the piece off the board and into his lap. At one point, it calls him his pet. Crap gets weird and we decide to stop. We read that you have to ask the entity to go... Why can't I read right now? 
We read that you have to ask the entity to go to the goodbye text to clear the board, but the entity continues says it won't do that and that it will follow us for the rest of our lives. It starts predicting other things and saying effed up crap that I won't get into, so we finally convince it to say goodbye. Book falls off a very stable bookshelf when this happens. I leave a little bit after. A month later, I'm back playing video games, completely forgot about the incident, despite having insane nightmares almost every night of the week, and weird things happen to me. Same house, same two friends. We were playing Halo and expecting another friend. I hear a door slam. I look at my friend that owned the house and say, about effing time, and then look at the clock. It's 2 a.m., and it turns out that friend couldn't make it. That was the door in the attic slamming, and we all look at each other wearily. My bud's girlfriend and roommate start talking about voices, door slams, etc., and how they won't stay in the house by themselves anymore. This is just a very broad summary. A lot of crazy crap has happened since that board was used. Secrets in the group were given out. Predictions came true that I didn't touch on. We all had crazy nightmares, and at one point, a dream my girlfriend had of the demon floating above me while I was up late at night with her in bed. A real surreal dream where she was in the perspective of the corner of the room in real time happened. She drew the demon, and I can verify it's effed up. I was awake at the time and saw my window blinds move back and forth in an S pattern, which isn't natural and no reason for them to do that. She saw this in the dream. The demon was laughing while he was moving the blinds on the window. Things like this, which I don't care to remember, happened frequently for a while there. Anyway, I tell all my friends not to mess with them. I'll tell my kids not to. There are things we don't understand, and I'll never use one again in my lifetime. I recommend no one else does either. After doing a bit more, asking around friends who had similar experiences. I was not... I did not read this, like, fully before I shared it with you guys, and now I'm terrified! Um, reading the comments, though, everyone's like, every time I use an Ouija board, it just ends in an argument of me and my friends about, like, who moved it and stuff like that. So, I'm just gonna try to keep that, um, in my brain and reassure myself that I'm okay in this house and it's just the candle. But, um, the last little thing that I have to talk about with you guys is, as you saw, like, mentioned in the last story... Cats, I feel like, are just super spiritual. Anytime you see a movie or something that has, like, a witch in it, they always have, like, a feline friend, you know? Like, like the black kitty named Salem. Everyone knows that cat. And I'm, like, convinced that cats have some type of, like, spiritual connection to, like, a new dimension that, like, humans can't even see. And um, my cat isn't with me right now, and it's making me really sad. But I think that's, like... A cute little thing to think about. I think that's why black cats are always everywhere. I don't think it's like a superstition type thing. I think that cats really are like spiritual in like a way and like a new dimension, seeing spirits, something like that. Maybe that's something for a new episode to look into. Maybe do an episode just on cats, but like in a cool way, like a, a cool cat. Okay, I'll st I think that means that I need to be done when I start making jokes like that. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm terrified now and I am scared of turning the lights on. I might sleep with all the lights on in my house tonight. That might have to happen. Okay. Well, guys, if you haven't, please give this podcast a rate on your streaming platform and follow. I almost said subscribe. Follow our Instagram page at underscore thoughts podcast and make sure to tune in next week for a new spooky season episode.